Welcome, 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 everyone. Oh, did you hear that song that was just playing? What a beautiful song. I love you, Jesus. I pray out of your spirit that you were just singing that to the Lord. I love you, Jesus, more than anything, more than anything. Oh, hallelujah. I just want to say welcome to the 5 a.m. prayer call. We, uh, this is the 17th day of our 21-day fast, which will end this Sunday, um, October 16th. And I want to encourage, I want to encourage those of you who normally stream New Destiny service to come, come out and be part of it. The 10 o'clock service in Pittsburgh or the 12 uh, noon service in Oakland, we're expecting a powerful time as we end this fast. We will come before the Lord in spirit-led worship. Just beautiful worship. We'll also be giving a sacrificial offering, which is above and beyond our normal tithes and offerings. And then there'll be a life-changing word, a life-changing word brought forth by Bishop. I want to encourage any of you, if you haven't participated in this fast, you can still do so. There's five days left. The daily fast targets are posted on our uh, website. You can go to www.newdestiny.online and it will take you to the fasting targets. So unite with us. Unite with us in praying these targets. Today our target is praying for the lost to be saved. Turning from darkness to light, the light of Jesus. So come out, come out, all of you, and be part of New Desti if you are able. We look forward to you being there with us. Do you know that every time that we gather together, there's an opportunity for God to show up? That's what we're wanting. God, manifest yourself. Matthew 18 and 20 out of the Passion Bible says, For wherever two or three come together in honor of my name, I am right there with them. So, you know, if we come with expectancy, his manifest presence will meet us. He will meet with us. Hallelujah. We want to... Honor our pastors, Bishop and Lady Adrian Smith. We're grateful to God for their leadership, and we cover them in prayer and with our faithfulness to support them as they lead. My name is Heather Dawson. I am facilitating the call this morning. We have Tanika Smothers. She is the controller who makes sure the call runs smoothly. So we say good morning to her. May God bless her for all of her endeavors. We have Sister Myrna Whetstone, and she's going to be praying this morning. Good morning, Myrna. How are you? Good morning, Mother. I am wonderful. Thank you. How are you? (laughs) I am wonderful also. There is, and I'm sure that you feel it too, there's an excitement. There's just an excitement 
You know, as the world gets darker, the light of Christ shines brighter. And as we have fasted, it draws us close to him. So praise the Lord. You are wonderful. And I am wonderful, too. Praise God. And then we have Sister Janice Allen, <clears throat> excuse me, bringing the morning devotion. So good morning, Janice. How are you? Good morning, Mother. I'm doing great. Good morning, my sister Myrna and everyone on the line. God bless. Yes, and um, you sounded a little distant, so whatever um, you can do to make yourself heard a little clearer, honey, do that. And let us go to a word of prayer as she prepares herself for bringing the devotion. Father, we ask, we ask for the anointing to rest upon Sister Janice as she comes to share your word. I ask, Father, that you use her. Use her. Let her speak with clarity, making an impact on everyone on the call because it is your word coming forth for us. I pray this in Jesus' name. Sister Janice, we are ready for you. Thank you, Mother Heather. Can you hear me better now? You're still soft. You're still soft and and um okay i'll try to talk louder well this morning <laughs> we are uh, thanking god for devotion the devotion this morning comes in a question to us why should we fast this is in Joel 2 and 12 the amplified version says therefore also now thank the lord turn and on coming to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning, until every hindrance is removed and the broken fellowship is restored. Why do we fast? Number one, because God requires it. He requires it of us. And the next thing is fasting brings us in a life with God. Now, fasting is like putting on spiritual restraint to the flesh. My flesh, our flesh, my fasting brings it back to alignment with God. Janet, I'm sorry to interrupt you, honey, but you are still not coming in clear. Do you have your phone on speaker? Um, Can you take it off speaker, maybe? I don't know if that will help. Okay. Is that better? Oh, much better. Much better, honey. Oh, thank you. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I was getting ready to tell you about Joel, uh, the twelfth, cha- the, the second chapter. And the, the 11th verse tells us what is to come. It's the great and terrible day of the Lord that's coming. And God said, now turn and keep on coming to me. Repent. Come back to me. Do this with all your heart. Turn. Come back to me. And don't be distracted. Keep coming. Don't be persuaded by the things you see or have experienced or have imagined. Keep coming. Come with all, all your heart. 
Do whatever it takes to turn and keep coming. Come with all your heart. Don't let nothing or anyone take you off course. Come with weeping and mourning. These are cleansing agents. They cleanse the heart and the soul of any debris or any hindrance that would be between you and God. With fasting, I'm humbling myself before God to set my flesh aside and to be alone with him. Flesh, I'll wash you and I'll have you looking presentable, but your cravings will go unsatisfied for 21 days or how many days you choose to fast before the Lord. And depending on how long the flesh has had its way, well, determining how loud the cry will be. You know, the, the flesh does cry out. You know, we hear, hear the flesh because it doesn't want to be submissive. It doesn't want to uh, not have the things it wants. Um, the flesh is a mess. You hear that. You've heard that before. And we had a mother in our church in one of my childhood churches who called it the flesh. She always said the flesh instead of the flesh. And that flesh will try to make you believe that it's, it's getting ready to die because it's not being satisfied. And it's cravings for pleasure, uh, for belonging, for eating, for desire, the desires of the flesh, those things it will cry out for. So now um, another, any other time that you would have not been doing this, the flesh would not be acting out. And as soon as you tell it and show it, I'm humbling myself before God, and I'm repenting before God, and I'm turning with all of my heart with fasting, weeping, and mourning until every hindrance is removed and the broken fellowship is restored. Here goes the flesh crying out, I can't do this. It's too high. I can't do this no more. I think I'm done. I've had enough. I feel better now. We good. We good. But the Holy Spirit is saying, keep coming. Go all the way. No shortcuts. And now, when my flesh tries to rule me, I don't know about you all, when it starts crying out and acting up, I get in the mirror and I tell myself, girl, you better get yourself together. You better you better not let this pass you by, this time that's been set aside for us to spend with the Lord. Because your flesh is mighty loud and talking a lot of junk. So this is the very reason you need, I'm telling myself, you need this from God. One of the things that is is really one of my issues, like I can't stand the idea that my flesh would rule me because it always goes too far and it always wants more, 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 and it's never satisfied, and things get way out of control. Uh -uh, No, it's not happening here. Get yourself together. Get your flesh under control and cause cause it to not to rule. I'm not going to let it rule me. It's not ruling me. Oh, no, it's not fixing to. It's not fin to. It's not going to do nothing but die until every hindrance is removed and the broken fellowship is restored. The fellowship is broken once we keep choosing something else over spending time in his presence. That's how it starts. Then the gap gets bigger and bigger, and before you've realized it, time has been spent on everything but God. 
And we can get so far away that we don't even feel it. It feels like the norm. Then the hindrances, they start piling up one by one. And then the mys come. You know what the mys are? The my, my time, my show, my needs, my wants, my desires, my game, my food. I need them. Then the I gotta haves come. I deserve this. I want this. I need this. I, 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 me, me, me. Do you remember the five wise and five foolish virgins? I'd like to use this story in the Bible in Matthew 25 to illustrate an importance of why we fast. Five virgins were wise and they had oil in their lamps and they had extra oil besides. Five virgins were foolish and they had oils in their lamps and that was it. Well, when the bridegroom did not come when they thought he would, they all fell asleep. Then at midnight, a cry was made. Behold, the bridegroom comes. Go out to have an encounter with him. Then they all got up, and the five foolish were not prepared and asked the wise for their oil. Then the wise told them, no, we don't have enough for you and us. Go out and buy you some for yourselves. So the five uh, foolish virgins go out to buy, and while they're there, out buying, the wise virgins were let in. The door was open. They were let into the marriage feast. And after they were in, the door was shut. Later, the foolish came back, banging on the door. Let us in. Let us in. And the voice on the other side of the door says, no. Do I know you? I'm sure I'm not acquainted with you. Then the Lord Jesus speaks. He's speaking the whole time. But he says, So it will be at my appearing. Watch. Pay attention. You don't know the day. And here's my illustration. The oil represents intimacy with the Lord. The wise virgins spent time with God. They had communion. They had fellowship. They had relationship with the Father. And they had extra oil because they invested time with the Lord. And the foolish virgins just worked for God. They just did things in the name of working for God. And they had no time, no communion, no fellowship, no relationship. And as a result, was not prepared to meet the bridegroom. During our time of fasting, praying, and giving, we are being prepared to walk into the marriage chamber with the Lord Jesus when the door is open. So the results of fasting or not are totally totally of our decision, good or bad. Why do we fast? Because God requires it of us. And it brings us back into alignment with him, his purpose and his plan for us. Because we are living sacrifices. In Romans 12 and 1, I appeal to you, brethren, Therefore, brethren, I beg of you, in view of all the mercies of God, to make a decisive decision or dedication of your bodies, presenting all your members and faculties as a living sacrifice, holy, devoted, consecrated, and well-pleasing to God, which is your reasonable 
rational, intelligent service and spiritual worship. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this time we have with you, the communion, the communion, the sweet communion with you, the fellowship and the relationship with you, the everlasting God. It's such an honor and a privilege, Father. We pray for a new hunger and thirst for you that only you can satisfy. Let our hearts burn with desire for you. Let us hide your word in our hearts that we won't sin against you. Cause us to know the ways, your ways, that we would take after you in all that we do and be pleasing to you. Help us to die to the flesh and make the spirit man alive unto you. For your glory, God, we ask these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen, amen, and amen. Mother Heather? Yes, amen, amen, and amen. That was beautiful. Thank you for uh, for that devotion this morning. <laughs> Come back to me. Keep coming with all your heart. Think about that. God is saying, "Come back to me," because He knows that the flesh rises up and the flesh always wants to be satisfied and we give into it we give into it i i would just challenge each and every one of you and myself that every time you say my 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 thing think about it and how about i deserve the i i i's Oh, my. Yeah, think about that. But watch. Watch and pay attention. That was that was a wonderful devotion this morning. Um, we're grateful to God every time that his word comes through. A vessel, a vessel that of honor. Our devotion leaders are wonderful. And we thank God for each and every one of them. So we thank you, Janice, this morning for what you brought. Um, I pray that we we are understanding why we fast. It is required. God requires it. At this time, I'm going to ask uh, Sister Myrna if she'll come and share prayer requests and pray. And we're going to unite with her. So, uh, Myrna, please come at this time. Yes, ma'am. Uh, <clears throat> Father God, first and foremost, we thank you for your sweet presence that is already here on this call. Yes. We thank you, Father God, for who you are, for yes. your faithfulness, for your goodness, because we know that there is none like you we ask, Father, that you continue to have your way in and through each and every one of us on this call this morning as we fully surrender to your will and to your way above our own. Father, we want to lift up Renee Tennyson, who has fibromyalgia. She is living in constant pain. She's temporarily separated from her husband due to their living situation. She's feeling hopeless and despair 
because of where she currently is in this season. Father, we ask that you would cover Renee and her husband with grace, with peace during this time. Reveal to them, Father, the strategy that they desperately need in order to operate as one. Speak your plan for them, and may it be clear and received with joy and gladness. Father, Renee Renee has the diagnosis. She knows the reason for her pain. Now, may she do what she needs in order to release that pain back to you for her healing. Father, you said that by your stripes we are healed. That means that Renee is already healed. May she learn to speak your word of healing over herself daily. May she speak your word of joy and peace over her life daily, constantly, consistently, until she sees her change. We speak wholeness, goodness, healing, and a pain-free life into Renee and her husband right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we, we lift up the families to you that have been affected by the recent storm in Jackson, Mississippi. We ask, Father, that you would bring the volunteers to supply these families with food, with water, with assistance, as they try and figure out what comes next. Keep these families safe and together. May they rise out of this storm, Father God, more in awe of your glory and your goodness than ever before. Rise up city leaders, city councilmen who reverence you, Lord, in order to put the city back together stronger, one piece at a time. May every plot and evil scheme of the evil one come to light so that the believers, the intercessors, and the watchmen that are called to stand in the gap for Jackson, Mississippi, would rebuke them by name until your presence fully resides there. In Jesus' name. We lift up Thelma Lucas to you, Father, who is experiencing spiritual attacks and is sensing fear and paranoia in her mind. Miss Thelma, if you're on the call this morning, the Lord spoke to my spirit and said, just worship me. Put on some worship music as loud as you can in order to drown out the voices in your head and sing along. If you don't know the words, look them up. If you find the one song that speaks to you, play that one over and over. But be still and know that he is God and he will deliver you and set you free if you so choose. Worship is your weapon Worship will keep the spirits of fear and paranoia at bay. Just worship the God that you serve just because he's worthy. Trust, Father God, that he will give you rest when you come to him and fully surrender. In Jesus' name. Father, we rejoice with Mana Peru and and the family. They just bought a new home. We ask, Father God, that your spirit cover that home from the north, the east, the south, and the west. Fortify the entire lot where the home is, where Mana and the family will now reside and rest and call home. We plead the blood of Jesus over that entire lot, over every corner of that home, over every square inch of that home and the entire lot. 
So Mana and the family will find sweet sleep and experience the beauty of your presence like never before. Mana, if you are on the call this morning, get some anointing oil and go through your home and proclaim the word of the Lord over your entire home, including the, the lot, the outside, the gate, the fence. Touch your walls, your doors, and your windows and invite the presence of the Lord to enter in to your new home and overwhelm all those who reside there. And when you believe that God will come to you, he will. Father God, we want to lift up to you the lost this morning. We pray, Father God, that you would open their eyes and turn their hearts, their minds, and their will from darkness. Turn their hearts towards you, Lord, as you have turned the hearts of kings who had no clue who you really were, but you turn their hearts in order for your will to be done on the earth. Send laborers, Father God, wherever you need them to go in order to be your hands and your feet on this earth, to be your voice to the lost. You said, Father God, the harvest is indeed plentiful, but the laborers are, f- are few. So we pray to the Lord of the harvest to focus, to force out and thrust laborers into your harvest and for your glory so that others will know the goodness of our God. Father, you said, if and when I am lifted up from the earth on the cross, you will draw and attract all men, Gentiles, as well as Jews, to myself. Father, draw to yourself the lost, the hurt, the desperate, the lowly, the downcast, the broken, so they would know you as their Lord and Savior, and their lives will never be the same. Father, we ask that that you would open their eyes so they may turn from darkness into light, and from the power of Satan to God, so that they may receive forgiveness and release their sins and a place and a portion among those who are consecrated and purified by faith in Christ. Father, we know according to your word that you wish all men to be saved and increasingly to perceive and recognize and discern and know precisely and correctly the divine truth. So we wait with great expectation to be used of you today, to go where you want us to go, to do what you want us to do, to say only what you would have us to say, and may you receive all the glory for it. Father, we speak First Peter 2 and 9 over every dear one that we have lifted up before you this morning. May each of you be reminded And know without any doubt, you are God's chosen treasure. Priests who are kings, a spiritual nation, set apart as God's devoted ones. He called you out of darkness to experience his marvelous light. And now he claims you as his very own. He claims you as his very own. He did this so that you would broadcast his glorious wonders throughout the world. Father, we give you full permission to move how you see fit, to have your way, to be God. 
so that you will receive all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise that you are so worthy of. In Jesus' mighty and matchless name, amen, amen, and amen. Yes, amen, amen, and amen. That was a beautiful time of prayer. You know, Jesus said, if ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. So to each of these requests that were brought forth and prayed over, know, know that it will be done for you according to John 15 and 7. So, Father, we say, as Sister Myrna prayed, we believe and we declare it is done. It is done. And we believe praise reports will follow, that we're going to hear about miracles taking place. Hallelujah. I want to go back to uh, Sister Janice uh, for any uh, closing thoughts that she might have for us this morning. Uh, Janice, anything further? Yes, ma'am, just a couple of scriptures. First Corinthians 6, verses 19 and 20, and then First Corinthians three, sixteen and 17. I'm going to read First Corinthians six nineteen and 20. It says, Do you not know that your body is a temple the very sanctuary of the Holy Spirit who lives within you, whom you have received as a gift from God, you are not your own. You were bought with a price purchased with a preciousness and paid for, made his own. So then honor God and bring glory to him in your body. First Corinthians three sixteen and 17. Don't you realize that all of your you together are the temple of God, that the Spirit of God lives in you? God will destroy anyone who destroys this temple, for God's temple is holy, and you are that temple. Why do we fast? Thank you, Mother. Mm, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, I was just sitting here, and as um, Janice was sharing with us these last thoughts and these scriptures, I was thinking about, you know, you could have two containers. One container can be dirty, and the other one clean and bright. Would you want to pour your drinking water into the dirty container? Or would you want to pour the water into the clean container? Which container are you? This is what fasting does. It will purify you. It will get rid of the hindrances that have so uh, set us back. It was beautiful this morning. We had a wonderful time, and I, I do want to thank Sister Janice and, and uh Myrna for their um, time that they have put in and prepared so that we might hear a right word this morning and that we could come alongside and join in prayer for others. We're a blessed people. We are blessed. 
So as we close out, we're going to close with a word of prayer. Father, we're not satisfied with the ordinary. And we look for the extraordinary. Not the natural, but the supernatural. And we come with great expectancy that you will manifest yourself in ways in which we have never experienced because we have put our flesh down. We've put our flesh down, gotten rid of the hindrances that have kept us away from you. I'm asking that you fill us to the overflow so that goodness and mercy Goodness and mercy will overtake the lost and undone. The tired and the weak, giving strength and hope, which can only come from an all-powerful God. One who is worthy to be worshipped. So we ask, Father, We ask that you hear us as we lift our voices now, praying in our heavenly language as the Holy Spirit guides. May there be words of worship and adoration only to our God and him alone. We have fasted. We are seeking And we want to be that clean container, that vessel where you can abide in us, Lord. Bless your people, each and every one that is on the call this morning. Bless their homes. Bless their children, their grandchildren. Keep us, Lord, for we desire to be kept by you and you alone. And we give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. Please open the line and let us worship together. 